Harper Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm her missus. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and her missus. Hello everyone, this is episode 116 of Harper Bliss and her missus. We're recording this on Wednesday, 22 September 2021. Yes, we are. So, what's the big news this week? My new book, That Woman Next Door, is out now. It Get is. It now, everywhere. Yes. I mean, obviously I'm pretending because we're recording on Wednesday and the book is only out on Thursday and it's on pre-order, so it's not like I can put it out early, except on my web shop. Yes. But, but, but this does not matter when you hear this because yes. then it's out. Yes. And if you had pre-ordered it on Amazon or Apple or Kobo, it will be on then your Then you're not listening. You're reading right <laughs> now. Read it now. So, yeah. Hooray. Yes. Hooray, I hope. Yes, I hope so too. Well, what what would influence the hooray mood um, and make it not hooray? Nothing. So hooray. So hooray. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yes. So this book is out in ebook, in paperback, and also in hardcover. Swanky hardcover. Yes. Not just any hardcover. Yes. So uh, if you want to... It's really pretty because I've had it on my desk all week and I can't stop looking at it. Yes. It's, <laughs> it, is, it looks very good, I have to say. It's a pretty book to have on your bookshelf. Very. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me I should order us a few copies. But I was just reading an article about paper s- shortage and supply blah, problems yeah. and blah, blah. So you should really get it in ebook. <laughs> <laughs> this was the worst time for us to launch uh, one in hardcover as well. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, it's there. It's available. You buy it. You don't. Um, if you buy it, it'll prob- yeah, doesn't matter. Anyway. So do I need to t- talk about what the book is about? Maybe a little. To introduce it, do you have to make people want to read it? Sell it to our audience? Why would you put me under such pressure? Yeah, because you it, know it doesn't work. <laughs> but you just asked if you had to talk about it. <laughs> oh, you look so preppy. Oh. I should take a picture of you. You talk, I'm going to take a picture of you. So should I talk about the book? Sure, about anything. So this book... It doesn't take long to take a picture. No, that's true. So there, you've taken the picture and now you can... uh, Does it have the microphone in it as well? Can you put it in your Instagram stories? Ah, yes. Recording the podcast? Ah, yeah. I'll put it in my my regular Instagram because I haven't posted yet and I'm trying to post every day Ah, and several stories per day. Yes. How is my brain coping with this? It's not. Well, it's doing quite well, I think. You think so? I've been managing myself quite well. Yeah, I think you are managing yourself quite well. And I'm still sleeping well. Yes, well, as far as I know. My snore score is low. Okay, that's good. (laughs) That's a good sign. Anyway, the book. Yes. It is about Marie Diver. No, I I have to do it with the correct... Marie Diver. Marie Diver. I don't have the French R because I'm not French. Uh, you, let me say the French words. So the book is about... Marie Diver. <laughs> yes. Um, the 
evil neurosurgeon from French kissing. But the book has actually nothing to do with French kissing. Yes, so you really do not have to have read French kissing in order to be able to read this book. Absolutely not. Also, it could not be more different from it. French kissing is very dramatic, right? And soapy, soap opera-ish. It's like the L word, which we rewatched. It's so trashy. But I have to say... Um, because when we recorded last week, I hadn't watched, uh, we had not rewatched the final episode of season one yet. And that episode, I think, is really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I'd seen it before. Stop looking out the window. You're it's, distracting I'm me. I'm sorry. I, I'm finished. I was glued to my screen, mm-hmm. even though I'd seen it before. I can't wait to be able to watch season two. And then they have this huge cliffhanger. Yes. But... So many people already know what happens. I know. Anyway, I got distracted again. Yes. So that woman next door. Yes. So Marie Divar. Yes, she Marie Divar. Yeah, no, that was a quite quite a good pronunciation there. Merci. Avec plaisir. It's because I've been listening to my French Celine playlist earlier. Ah, yeah. I got the French in my head. Great. Encore une soir. Encore un soir. Encore un soir. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> when I make a mistake and then you correct it, which is fine. You should. It's just constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the book is about Marie Diver who moves into her family's house uh, in Holiday Brittany. House. Holiday house in Brittany. And there she meets her only neighbor, the inhabitant of the only other house, in the neighborhood, Olivia Chevalier, mm-hmm. no hours required. No. And um, to say that they don't hit it off at first sight is an understatement. Yes, they are very, very, very different characters. Very. So it's definitely an opposites attract kind of story. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was almost impossible to, you know, to make it happen. Which is why I almost didn't make it happen. But then I did. Yes. It's magic, really. It is. So um, so there you go. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to say more. No. Read the book. Well, we I could hope say, the premise is intriguing enough. Yes. And, you know, people who have read French Kissing and who think, oh, Marie Diver, she was yes. the devil incarnate in French Kissing. I mean, this is several years later. Stuff has happened. You know, people... Plus... You know, but a lot of readers love to hate characters like yes. that. Yes, and also most, I mean, even villains Have are feelings. Not, yeah, and are not a hundred percent bad. You know, everybody. No one is. No well, one is 100% a hundred percent good or not or a hundred percent. Well, not many people are completely evil or completely you know good. So um, she's a nuanced character. Complex. A complex character, yes. And there's a lot of processing. Yes, if you like lesbians processing, processing. then this is the book for you. (laughs) There is a lot of that. Um, But yeah, as I said last week, I was reading it and I was very pleased with it. So it's long. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's not going to be... Because I was appalled at myself again this morning because I'm now in Ping B9. And uh, that's only rereading Ping rereading Ping Bean Nine, and uh, it's only fifty thousand words. Yes, I mean honestly, but I have to say uh, because I finished Crazy for You, and I think that's like only mm, fifty two or fifty four, and I mean yes, it definitely it could have been longer, but that one at least has a really good ending, mm-hmm. and it ends with a joke, 
And you know, I fancy myself a comedian now. Yes, that so, you do. So, but I don't know yet. But I do remember from when More Than Words came out and from when I was writing it, I, I finished too soon. But anyway, we, we get sidetracked so easily. Yes, now it should be all about that woman next door. As I asked you, the one from the left or the one from the right <laughs> in our street? <laughs> You're such a comedian. That was a bad joke. Though. Well, we got the mail from the one on the left today in we our did? mailbox, yes. Huh? Yeah, the mail. I heard the mailman put stuff in the box. I said, ooh, we, have, we don't get that much mail, so it's always exciting when something gets slipped into our mailbox, but it was all for our neighbors. Well, let me bring this back to the book, because Marie Diver, she... Marie Diver. Oh, yeah, but I I don't have the R. But you did it before. Well, yeah, but I was like really trying my best, but I don't want to try my best all the time. But you should always try your best. But not at that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very good at swearing in French. That's for sure. Um, I think it's influencing me because I seem to swear way more now. Putain, I say that way more. As opposed to when? Before. Before what? Before you started saying it all the time. <laughs> but I've been, I've been swearing in French since I had my very first job, which is when we met because my boss, with whom I shared an office, was French speaking, was always swearing. She always came into the office and said, Putain de merde. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't remember you saying it that often in the past. This, this has definitely increased a bit in That's recent years. That's because we live in Brussels. Maybe. Anyway, everybody I'm, here goes around saying, Putain, I've putain. been saying it much more myself as well. And I'm trying to rein it in. I have noticed that I do, in my first draft, I swear a lot. And then in the subsequent drafts, I try to remove as much of the swearing as I can. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, in a romance, there shouldn't be that much well, swearing. Well, there can be a little bit I'm of not swearing. Australian, am I? Back. <laughs> Pick it. Pick this. No, yeah. this is a wrong accent. Yes. Accents, on the other hand, I do not excel in. Okay. Anyway, let's bring it back. Yes, let's bring it back. So Marie Diverse arrives in the house and... She's very lonely and she is like, she would like be happy if only the mailman came by so she could have a conversation yes. in the beginning. Yes, at the beginning. She's she's alone. Mm-hmm. She cannot deal with being alone, mm-hmm. obviously, if you're not used to it. Yeah. It's hard. Olivia, on the other hand, is very skilled at it. <laughs> it's, it's all she wants. It is an opposites attract yes. book, so. And um, maybe an interesting Oh no, should I reveal it or not? Yes, Olivia, she is an Instagram poet. Yes. That is revealed in the beginning. Okay. Well, her her job... She, she She's is not a, an Instagram poet professional. No, no, no. She is a translator of... Um, Books. Novels from English to French. Yes. Voilà. There you go. But yes, the Instagram poetry does does play its part. Mm-hmm. And I wrote I wrote a poem. Yes. And a half. A poem and a half. Mm-hmm. I wrote. Excellent. Yeah. I, well I, done you. Yes, I think I should be commended on this. Because <laughs> it's not easy to write a fucking poem. Putain. <laughs> Enough with the swearing. I think I'll write one and it will be called Putain. <laughs> but also it's, I mean, it's not difficult, but it's like a bit of a trip because um, I asked you to come up because then she meets another Instagram poet and she and then you came up with a an Instagram name of this poet, but of course this book is set in France, and so 
this Instagram poet's Instagram handle is, is like a French thing, but of course I'm not going to write French poetry. It's in English. Well, yes, but yeah, it's fine. All of that. Anyway, all of this to say that that woman next door is out now. Yes. You can get it anywhere, really. Yes. You can get it direct from me as well. Indeed. So, But really, get it anywhere you want. I think you might enjoy it. I think so, too. It's very enjoyable. It is. So. And uh, the audio will be out later this year. Yes. Of this book as well. Yes. So. Will be That's out good before the end of the year. Yeah, should be out before the For end sure. of the year. I mean, I mean, unless something really bad happens, you never know. Abby Creighton might, I don't know. Have an accident, which yeah. let's hope she doesn't. Or her voice Touch might, like, oh, she yeah. might lose her voice. All that talking with like a very sexy yeah, voice. Anyway, it should be out before the end of the year yes. for people who want to listen to the audiobook. A lot of people do. Yes, I know. <laughs> so... Uh, that's pretty much the the big news of the week. Of course. The other thing is you are still not writing, and so you're occupying yourself on Instagram. Yes. And uh, uh, last week I said I was going to stop, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just continued. Yes. I think I like the attention too much, probably. <laughs> Maybe. But I need to fill the void of not writing somehow. Yes. Oh, dra- drama, drama. <laughs> <laughs> but this week... I mean, I won't say, I won't use the word viral, but I had a super popular picture on Instagram because I I regrammed a picture of me and Helena from the L Word, <laughs> Rachel Shelley, we should say yes. the actress. Oh, nobody nobody knows her name. Honestly, I, I think many people know her. I name. mean, it's like Bed Porter. Everybody refers to her as Bed Porter. So I'm not gonna say Rachel Shelley. It doesn't have the same effect. I mean, like in my Instagram p- caption, I'm not gonna write. When I met Rachel Shelley, I write when I met Helena. Yeah, okay. When Harper met Helena. Well, yes. That's a movie right there. <laughs> Should have been there on the night we met. <laughs> that was a slapstick comedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you were a bit worse for wear by the time you got to take that picture with her. Well, I was very nervous because I was nominated for an award. And I mean, I knew I wasn't going to win, but... You always think, well, one chance of winning. And then I was drinking, drinking, drinking. And it was like um, free flow wine. They poured and poured and poured. And well, what are you going to do? Yes. This indeed. is what happened. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. So that was so a that, vi- was, that was your viral post of the week. Yes. Okay, good. Well, yes, because, yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go into detail of this. But, yeah, I've been doing a lot of Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. Like earlier, I posted a picture of my Hermes. (laughs) I sound so stupid when I say say it. Because as I said to you just yesterday, like I posted a video of when I was making the smoothie and I said to you, but this is just so ridiculous. Who does this? And... Do people, act, I mean, there is no value. It's so stupid, but I'm doing it. Well, I think people, you know, who follow you like to see some tidbits of your life. And that's, these are tidbits of your life. Well, and they, you may say it creates that. A, it creates a, for people who follow other, you know, other people who post that kind of stuff, it, you know, creates an attachment to them or... Post a lot of pictures of you, though, in my stories. Mm-hmm. You are heavily featured. I'm now a marketing is, tool. Yes. That's basically all you are. 
That's not I true. know. I know my place in this no, relationship. In the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen and as a marketing tool. Um, well, anyway, you must admit that when I say I posted a picture of my hummus, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> But it's very tasty hummus, so it, oh, my it deserves hummus is so good. It but deserves its own picture. You can't taste it on Instagram. No, but it's still good. And I made sourdough crackers to go with it. Mm. The combination was really good. Mm. Mm. But I think I might have a hummus problem. I can't stop eating that hummus. Well, of things to be, you know, addicted to, hummus is probably pretty low on the danger scale, so it's fine. Better than heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm glad that's sorted. Yes. So yes, if you want to see stories of my everyday life, follow me on Instagram and um, look at my stories. They are super interesting. Yeah, and for, super and interesting. do do it now because it might not last for yeah, long. No. You, you might get tired of it soon. Oh, so, I'm gonna get tired of it. So if you want to see, and you know, stories only happen. stay available for 24 hours. So yes. Know. Get on it now. Do it now. Okay. But I must say that I find my most of my stories super funny. <laughs> I do have fun and I crack myself up. Well, that's because all the you're time. a comedian. Yeah, and I mean I'm completely self-sufficient because I read my own books and I love them and I make my own jokes and I laugh at them so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything or anyone else. <laughs> Okay. And isn't that the biggest joke of all? Mm-hmm. Indeed. So I, you, you're stumped for words. Yes. I mean, you do need someone to feed you occasionally. <laughs> now make hummus. You just make hummus and just... Yeah, but what are you going to eat with your hummus? Just tubs of hummus, hummus. with a spoon. <laughs> hummus and smoothies. I mean, they're very good, but, you know, you might get tired of them after a while. something crunchy. Yes. That's why you have me. <laughs> A bit crunchy. I'm starting to be a bit crusty. Crusty. (laughs) Like your sourdough crackers. Yes. Sour and crunchy. (laughs) Christ's sake. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. I mean, I I do crack myself up, but I didn't mean that I don't need anyone. Okay. I hope people can see it for what it is. Okay. A joke. A joke. Yes. Yes. Everything is a joke. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. So what did we watch recently? Oh, now? The new season of Sex Education. Yes. Oh, I love Sex Education so much. And <laughs> In a review I read um, that, I mean, I love Julian Anderson. Uh, well, this is, might be a spoiler. So if you don't want a spoiler, don't listen for the next uh, 30 seconds. But Julian Anderson is pregnant in this season. And in the review, they said, Gillian Anderson, she still manages to look hot and elegant even when she's farting. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to agree. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yes. How can you look so elegant when you're farting? Mm. She farts a lot, like the first episode. (laughs) Like pregnancy farts. I don't know if that's a thing because I've never been pregnant. Yeah, um, Yeah, no, it's it's very good, the new season. I mean, we enjoyed it a lot. The new season. Like you can't stop watching it. No. You know. It's true. There was maybe like a bit more of an edge of more seriousness. Yes. Some, sometimes maybe a bit grim. No, grim is not the right word. 
It was more serious. Less, less pre- silly and goofy yeah. than the previous but season. I think it's because it was less about Otis and Otis in the previous seasons. He's just, he's like, he's very slapsticky. Yeah. And that's really funny. Mm-hmm. I do like some slapstick. And it, there was less of that. But I mean, it was a lot about, you know. The gay. It's a lot about a, a one gay, gay relationship. relationship. They introduced um, one prominent and one secondary non-binary characters who get, you know, oh, it's they get their own storyline. And I, I've read a couple of reviews by. Uh, I read one review on Autostraddle by Drew Gregory, who's the who's a trans woman who writes reviews and who was very, very, very full of enthusiasm for the new for the new season because it was one of the first shows that she saw where a, you know a, a trans or non-binary character got really got dealt with in a deep way and in a meaningful way and you know they then there was an interview with the the actor who plays um, the character and uh, who also said that they were you know they were really well supported and asked by the creators to give input on whether it was written okay. There was a non-binary advisor on the script. There was an intimacy coach. An intimacy? Intimacy, an intimacy <laughs> coach. Intimacy, sorry, an intimacy coach uh, for the, you know, the more intimate scenes and I stuff. I think they definitely need an intimacy, co- intimacy coach on that set. Yes. There's so much shagging. Yes. I mean, it's called sex education. But also all the things you say, yes. I mean, what they, they make it look every day. Maybe not normal, but like every yeah. day. But they, yeah, and they give much better sex education than a lot of the sex education Abstinence. that people are getting in school. Abstinence. Uh, do you remember your sex education? Yes, I do. <laughs> Very much so. You do? Yes. I remember because we had to write down in advance we had to write down questions for the people who were going to come and give the the sex well it wasn't called sex education it was called love education in my school <laughs> education à l'amour and so we had to you know formulate questions on little papers and you know then on the day they you know had the questions listed i had asked the questions what are ways to prevent uh, transmission of stis i thought that was a pretty smart question to ask in a sex education class for I guess I can't remember if it was I think it was when we were fourth years maybe for like 16 year olds 15 16 year olds something like that and they said so we got this question what that'll be with oh yeah the best ways to avoid STIs uh, for us you know there is only one way abstinence I kid you not, that was literally what they no, said. I absolutely believe you. I mean, what also, school were you at? My school was called the uh, Institute of the Faithful Virgin. Well, yes. Ultra-Catholic church. What do you expect? Yeah, I, I didn't, but I mean, I, it's, it was still pretty shocking, I think, because they could also, have this mentioned... this was years ago. Huh? Surely yes. they're doing it different now. I wouldn't be too sure. But I yeah, the, the Catholic Church. They, yeah. I, I this is a very, very Catholic school, so I don't know. And it was, yes, it was what, the very early 90s, around 1990, 91 maybe. So yeah, but still, that was the sex education I got. It's ridiculous. It's I a know. scandal. I know. It is. And absolutely no mention of anything, you know, queer or gay or whatever. But of course, it was, you know, very early 90s, so I guess that was not very prevalent anywhere 
But this show, you know... Can I say what I remember? Yes, the of course. only thing I remember is they showed us in a glass the amount of blood that comes out of you when you have your period. And I still have the image of that glass with the blood. And I thought, oh my God. But in my memory, it's not that much. I think it's probably not that much, you know. No, it's not that much. That is my memory. Okay. How about that? Well. That's all I remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything like that. <laughs> At least they talked about the period. Yes, I don't even know if they did. I mean, they sh I'm sure they must have. It was an all-girls school at the time. It's not anymore, but it used to be. So surely they must have mentioned periods. Well, we don't have children, and my nephews are too young for that. So I can, in a few years, we can report back if the sex education in Belgium has gotten any better. Yes. <laughs> I don't well, know any teenagers I can ask. Mm. I should have asked when I when I was uh, at my sister's. Oh yeah, at the party there were some teenagers there. She's, I think she's seventeen. Oh, you can ask your your brother-in-law's niece. Because she's yeah, just that, gone out of I'm, got out of high school, so I meant her. She, you could you should ask her what she got well, sex education yeah, wise. I should. It'd be interesting to know. So anyway, to get back to the TV show, we highly recommend it. Oh, really enjoyed it very very much. Uh, it's one of the best uh, shows, and we know I'm difficult. Yes, I know some people, and by some people I mean Jane Garvey, because she hasn't. Jane Garvey has a new podcast, uh, television-related podcast for the Radio Times magazine, which she writes for as well. Um, and they mentioned sex education in last week's episode. This week, in this week's episode, she's talking to Gillian Anderson. So that is very exciting. It just came out today. Let's see how good your microphone is. If it can record my gasp. Yeah. But last week they mentioned it and she said she couldn't get into it. She, st she started watching the first season and she couldn't get into it because she couldn't place it geographically. And well, it is, I mean, it's never really placed geographically other than it's in the UK. It we has confusing elements. Yeah, and it's, but we know it's filmed in Wales. I don't know if it, it doesn't seem to, to be actually set in Wales because there's absolutely no Welsh mentioned anywhere. But also in time, yeah, it's also, strange. It's very anachronistic because they all have, you know, smartphones and stuff, but all the cars are cars from the 80s. And the or, decor or, or of the houses. Yeah, and the houses are all... But, I mean, I find it's quite quirky and fun. I don't really mind. No, I don't mind. And either. I think maybe it's... Because um, it's not really about that. No, it's not about that at all. So I that, do wonder why they made that choice, though. I don't know, maybe to, I mean, it has, it makes, it does make me think a bit of, uh, you know, the, what's the, the, that director, Wes Anderson kind of movies, like really? that kind of color palette and stuff. Yeah, maybe. But um, it's, yeah, there's the way the houses are, and they listen to vinyl records and stuff like that. But current music. Yes, but they have, uh, they have smartphones but they're not really that much on their smartphones, which is not very realistic for youngsters, no. I think, because they're not on their smartphones. But they do send a lot of text messages. Yeah, yes. No punctuation. There's never a full stop at the end of the text message. It drives me nuts. Well, but that's, that's my you, age. Yes. But also, it's also incorrect. I know, but that's how youth, youths, youthful people, youths, how youths you communicate. You cross the street when you see youths coming towards you. Mm. And you think, oh God, youths. <laughs> Not <laughs> <I must> necessarily. <laughs> anyway, we do recommend it. Yes. It okay. was very enjoyable. It was, indeed. Very. Yes. And so, uh, 
It says here you approximately laughed at something. But, yes, but you should not always read my notes out loud because <laughs> I couldn't find the correct word and now you've read it out loud and now I sound even more uncool. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just not sure what you're trying to say. Well, it's because we watched this new comedy show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Alma is not normal. Is mm-hmm. that the title? I think so. It's on and, the BBC. And I did... I didn't think it was entirely unfunny. I thought it was quite funny. There were a few really good jokes, mm-hmm. especially the feng sui. Feng sui, feng sui. <laughs> and I the one about bread. In, I moved that cake tin from there to there, and since then my life's been better. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. And the one... The bread. Have you ever made your own bread? <laughs> fuck have I. I bought an... Fuck o- I have. <laughs> I bought an unsliced bread once. <laughs> What was it like? Hard work. work. <laughs> For us, this is really funny. Yes, because I bake my own bread. <laughs> yes, and it's uh, yeah, and it's never sliced, obviously. No, to slice it yourself. Because they were watching the Bake Off. Yes. Well, I um, I have to say I was really tired, and I I missed maybe one or two <gasps> minutes because I nodded off slightly. You nodded off. But um, I thought it was what I saw. I thought was quite funny. So I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. But we only have one episode at the moment to watch, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yes. Well, something you haven't mentioned in your notes is Strictly kind of started Strictly Come Dancing, and we. I mean, it, the competition itself has not started. It was just an episode to you know introduce all the couples and all of that. But it was still fun to watch. There's an all male couple. Yes, amazing. And I mean, I hadn't. I the 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 candidate, the celebrity between, you know, inver- inverted commas, is a former Bake Off winner. Yes. He looks nothing like what he looked like then. He's so more sleek and you know gay That's what than happens he w- when you become a celebrity. Yes. But uh, he's paired with Johannes. the fabulous Johannes. Oh my God, Johannes! I really hope they go far because they they look amazing together. I do love Johannes. Yes. Uh, I I hope that they do a dance in drag. Yes, because Johannes be. loves to drag, and I don't know if the other one does. He loves to bake, so it's yes. not the same thing, is it? No, but uh, yeah. So as of next, I'm sure week, there'll be loads of baking puns. Probably yes. Gay baking puns. Yes. The Bake Off has also started, but we haven't been able to watch it yet. No, but we should be able to watch it very soon. So anyway, Emma Thompson's husband is in it. In Strictly. In Strictly. Not in Bake Off. Not in Bake Off. <laughs> in Strictly. I, I think he has been in Celebrity Bake Off. Uh-huh. I think I saw that mentioned somewhere on Twitter probably. But uh, yeah, no, so It's Greg highly Wise, unlikely he will win, but you never know. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a very graceful dancer, to be honest. But, you know, who knows? Hopefully he'll be in it long enough that we can see Emma Thompson in the in the audience. Yes. So she wasn't Surely there. Surely she'll this be time. there week one, but this was pre-recorded. Yes, but week one she must be there. Unless she's away somewhere filming. Oh. You know, she's a very highly demanded actress. So, who knows? She must support her husband. Yes, she must. <laughs> Dame M. Dame Emma. Do it. Yes. So uh, that's about it. Television. I can't wise. believe I forgot about Strictly. It's okay, but it's because it wasn't the the competition uh. proper yet. So I'm sure after. I mean. Should mention with there won't be an episode next week, but after you know Now the next that you can read from my notes that I put in my notes. N- next time we are on, we will definitely be talking about Strictly and probably Bake Off as well. So, uh, yes. yes, 
So, on to my book club. Yes. So, the book I want to talk about is The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley Heller. That's a name full, yes. a, a mouthful of name. Um, and I cannot recommend this book enough. I love How many stars? Ten stars. Ten stars. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I will mention something that I read in some reviews, which for me wasn't an issue, but for some people can be. They said that there, sh- there should be a trigger warning because there is some mention of abuse, sexual abuse. Um, I mean, it's not graphic anything like that but it is part of of the storyline at some point so um maybe if that is something that is triggering to you maybe the this book is not for you but um i i thought it was amazing it's it's set the story is set over one day in um cape cod it's the the narrator she uh, she's there with her family her, her family has had a kind of encampment on a pond in Cape Cod and they have these uh, these cabins and then a main house that is used as the kitchen dining area and then there's several cabins where they stay it's quite rustic and but it's been in the family for years and there you know, so she's there on holiday with her family her mother her husband her children and then you know there's some people who also have these kind of camps around the pond in the area and th- that they meet up with and so the main story is set over about 24 hours but it, there's a lot of flashbacks to you know to make the story advance and flashbacks to her childhood and um, to her mother's childhood as well so i really enjoyed how it was built up and i thought the writing was amazing i could really picture where they were there in cape cod and how you know where they were staying and it's you know about yeah she Something happens. She does something at the beginning of the book, which is on the evening of of that day, um, and uh, then it you know goes back in time to explain how it came to that, and is then afterwards the consequence. No, it's not a mystery. It's is a it literary fiction. Yes, uh, yeah, literary fiction, family saga, a bit you know. Um, but you said that. You weren't sure I would enjoy it. Well, because of the mentions of the abuse on you, I know you are very, very sensitive, but I think you would be able to deal no, with it. No, that I can do. It's more like when it's like all very grim and yeah, some things I can't deal with, but this probably I can. Do no, with. I think you can. It's no, it's not grim. It's not. There's not like a, really a mystery or anything like that. So uh, it's yeah, it's about her. You know, her marriage, her relationship to her husband, her relationship to. Um, someone else, you know, a childhood friend, and or you know that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and um, I mean, the you know, mystery. No, some things are revealed as the book goes along that you don't know. You know, the thing. But um, I really, really, really loved it. I cannot recommend it enough. Wow. So read Sounds it. Sounds good. Yes. Voila. But don't read it before you've read that woman next yeah, door. Yeah, no, read obviously. that woman next door first, and then you can read The Paper Palace. <laughs> what are you doing recommending another book on well, the day no, my book because, comes out? Because, you know, the, you're not going to have a new book out for a while, so then there'll be enough time for people to read other books than Harper Bliss books. But how many stars do you give that woman next door? Oh, ten as well, of course. Not eleven. <sighs> one cannot do anything right. Oh, one can, one can. Okay. One does. Okay, so I think that's about it for today. We will be 
absent for the next couple of weeks. Uh, yes. Um, but then we will be back in full we're, force. Uh, we're going to uh, Brittany to interview Olivia and Marie Divach. Yes, we are. So we can report back on that. When I say weeks. it like that, it's like a Ghent accent. Yeah, that's, Marie Divach. That, that's a bit too exaggerated. Yeah. You have to be subtle. I know it's not easy. <laughs> subtle is my middle name. But it's so subtle, it's barely there. So that makes me think of a tweet I I read. The existence of Emily Blunt presupposes the existence of Emily Sharp and Emily Subtle. <laughs> Which I thought was quite funny. It's approximately funny. <laughs> okay, on that note, um, we'll be back at some point in the future. Yes. Bye-bye. It's hard to say when. Yes. I mean, you know what Marie Diver is like? Yes. She might not let us leave the house. Who knows? God knows what she will do with us. Yes, I don't want... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank, Thank you. you.